Welcome to the Cultured Guitarist. Oh my gosh, my name is... Oh crap, I'm unprepared, Al. And with me as ever is... I cannot believe you came unprepared, Casper. And unbeknownst to him, opting in on the nickname game. Saving our butts, Sean. Or got suckered to do this, Sean. <laughs> hey, uh, gentlemen. Oh, dude, how are you? I am fine. I am just fine. Oh. I, you, this has been a long time coming, so I'm excited we can actually do it. Yeah, yeah, it has. It has been a long time coming. I'm excited that you were able to like get on as as both uh, a last minute uh, saving our butt replacement guy, and also just as a, like we've been wanting to have you on for a long time. So yeah, it worked out. It's all yeah. good. Yeah, double win. Yes. And so, how do you say it now again? Already? Yeah, man. Already you want to do this to me? We haven't even started the interview, and you have betrayed me from the get-go. We, we, we could save it. It's okay. We'll do it later. <sighs> What's going on in your week, Al? Oh, my gosh. I hate you with the fury of a thousand suns. I can feel it. It's nice yeah. and warm. I don't feel like you're feeling it. You're smiling too largely. <laughs> but you're over there, and you're looking blair. Anyway, what's going on in my week? Uh, my week. I am... Good question. I'm a little out of, out of sorts here. You know what? I, I've been playing a lot of the T120 mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. videotape echo delay pedal from Demodash. Been enjoying that. Uh, Steve's a monster. His stuff is so good. I, You know what, man? I We had him on the show quite a while ago. And uh, 20 episodes or more, it was definitely in it, dude. Like, that was one of my favorite episodes because he has this super dry humor that <laughs> a lot of people don't get. Oh my gosh, and I love it. We were scrambling that whole episode because we were like, Is he? Uh, I, I'm bad with dry humor, and, and he's like, He's he, messing with us, he's he had me feeling us. awkward the whole show. <laughs> so go enjoy that, dear listeners. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, when we had him on the show, like, I hadn't played one of his pedals, it was just something I, I was a admirer of from afar and i don't think i realized the level of like engineering and planning and effort he put in until i had the t120 in possession and then it was just like okay he really went all out he really took his time with this well the dude's legit i mean he's an engineer he's an electronic yeah. engineer he's he's totally legit yeah yeah um so i've been doing that um i've been plotting a lot of I, I got a jazz master recently and uh it's a squire classic vibe i think is the name of the series I, dude, you a, bought this guitar like less than a month ago yeah i know you don't even know what it is no already. i don't remember that it's, it's it's a classic vibe it's a classic vibe okay yeah. thank you uh I, I just remember that it used to be the vintage modified series but it's not that anymore now it's the classic vibe series and uh i really like it it's a great guitar um, like all offsets, it needs a little bit of setup. Yeah. And uh, in order to accomplish that, I need to do a couple of things. One is shim the neck, and I'm waiting for a shim to show up. Oh, I was going to say, that hasn't come yet? No, it hasn't arrived yet, and I'm a little, little bummed about that. It's on the way, and uh, so getting a proper neck angle, that's definitely going to be a huge thing. And then uh, I think I've settled on, on what I want to do with the trem system. And I'm mm. going to go with the Swope Guitars Descendant trim system. Okay. Oh. You're going to pull the whole ja the Jazzmaster one right out. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm actually going to stick with the bridge. Uh, yeah, yeah. The bridge, I don't mind. Um, and the, since the vintage modified series came along, the saddles on the bridge are nice and deep. So they're, they're they would be, I think, very functional, even despite being a Squire series one. I think they'd be very functional if the neck angle were set right so that the bridge height was up a little bit and uh, it was set up properly. So to that effect, once the neck angle's changed with the uh, shim, and once I have the swope descend bridge on there, I'll actually be trim. able to get a trim. Sorry, I'll actually be able to get a proper brake angle over the saddles, and uh, the whole guitar will just change a whole bunch. Um, and I was debating a lot between the mastery trim or the newer swope descendant trim. Uh, and the mastery's been everybody's go-to for those things since it was released. Yep. But uh, I actually I, I like the descendant better. Um, it allows you to adjust the height of the string anchors. Okay. Hmm. Um, and it allows room for the, the strings to actually go through the trim plate a little bit to do oh. that. Uh, so I, I, I like that. I love the idea of being able to just even just set up the setup itself that much yeah. more specifically, I think is really, really smart. Uh, the mastery of system is great too. Uh, all, there's yeah. too many pros out there using it for me to argue that, but yep. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to do that. Uh, that's been, that's been my week is kind of planning that out. And then, uh, well, let's go to our guest and we'll go, we'll do you. What about, uh, what about you, Sean? What have you been up to this week? Um, I just got an order of, uh, uh, figured enclosures and, uh, I, I'm going through them right now, essentially. So it's like, uh, I put them out there and then it's like, Whoa, wait, wait, Whoa, 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 no, no. One, one at a time, one at a time. So I am building a lot of stuff right now. So, uh, that's basically what I'm doing. I have a guitar too, but I don't get it till August. Uh -huh. I'm bombed. I, uh, I went on Sweetwater. I've been wanting to get myself a tell forever. I want a tally bad. I've been, it's on the uh, bucket list. Mm. So I went on there and, you know, I was kind of trying to keep in a certain price range and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know, this is cool. Then I saw it. I uh -huh. got myself a, GNL asset with with their wide range with their SMD pickups Ooh. and it's going to be yeah and it's going to be uh 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 surf uh surf green and it's going to be beautiful but I can't say anything about it till I actually get the dang thing so well you know it's going to be good GNL's very mm -hmm. reliable that way yes so it, it it got me I mean I I I you know the practical person comes to me and says yeah are you are you really going to be doing country blues uh, country roll licks on a no no i won't be doing that so get a get a guitar with pickups that'll work for you and i said what the heck so that's what i did dude that's I, man i gnails are a funny thing for a lot of people because like for a lot of guys they're like i can't do it they just can't get away from the traditional fender headstock and appointments yeah. and that kind of thing and, and it's and it's really too bad in a lot of ways because uh well the bridge is bad because it's uh it has that uh side set screw that pushes the bridge saddles together and it makes it more of a massive piece of metal as opposed to regular string saddles you know yeah yeah no i think yeah, so. i think gnl is really cool because you get to see where like 
that engineering mind of Leo would have gone um, yep. with, well, where it did go with those designs, but a little more unhinged to refine that engineering further and further. Sometimes for the worse, sometimes for the better. Yes, I mean, yeah. I guess yeah, they mean, were all hits, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> they weren't all hits in Fender when he was there either. So. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, case in yeah. point, the Jazzmaster we were just talking about. Right? <laughs> not a hit in its day. Yeah, but it's it's it was uh it was uh, uh waiting in the wings and of course it had to take people that played loud fuzzy music and abuse <laughs> hipsters. to actually Just go, to go oh, ahead and say hipsters, hipsters it's yeah. fine, yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say grunt more than hipsters, but definitely yeah, yeah. Yeah, tomato to myrtle. Yeah. Um Dude, that's, but that's sick, it. man. Busy. That's sick. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited, but you know, like, and that's fine because I'm so damn busy right now. It's like I wouldn't have time to actually play it anyway. So uh, it'll work out. So cool. when's that uh, likely to arrive? Uh, the, my person at Sweetwater said it probably be the middle of August. Oh, wow. Okay, so, okay. So, yeah, not too far away, but you know, enough where I'm like. Uh, but it's what I wanted, so I'm gonna wait. Is it the that's... tribute series they sent? Yep. Yeah, it's a okay. tribute. Yep. So that's I yeah. think those are what those are Indonesian or something like that or yep. Korean. Yep. Yeah, I mean, hey, five hundred bucks, you can't beat it. I no, mean, no, for, no, no. I mean, it's the it's the uh, GNL pickups and GNL bridge. Those are all and... U.S. made, right? No, no, no. Yeah, no. It's the all pickups, U.S. The pickups are the pickups U.S. Are, made. Oh yeah, sorry, the bridge. Yeah, yeah. The pickups and the bridges are all U.S. So yeah. it's it's you're basically getting the production. And a little bit less quality of wood. You're not going to get you really nice, you know, shiny pieces of wood. But yeah, you're I, I'm a, a painted road finish dog. anyway. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, and I'm a road dog anyway. I mean, if you've ever seen pictures of my guitars, they, they if they were children, DSS would be called on me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. They're tools. They're tools oh, to man. Well, listen, nobody's come for Casper's kids. Yeah, anymore. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Al. That means a lot. I know. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Well, yep. okay. So what about you, Casper? What's been uh, what's been going on in Casper Dasperland? So I bit the bullet, man. I finally sat down in front of my new soldering station. And I put the Aria together. Yeah, you did. Oh, man. And, okay, I'm going to say right off the top, mm -hmm. I did not expect to be sitting at the table for five hours wiring mm. this thing. And <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, Sean, but I'm not kidding. I was like, okay, yeah, it's just going to be a couple of wires and this and that. And then I started digging into the schematic, and I'm, okay. <laughs> and then went and completely wired pickup, the the neck pickup to the bridge pickup pot because it's all upside down and backwards. I'm like, ah, you idiot and had to undo a bunch of things anyways got it together strung it up did a basic basic setup on it it's not perfect but it plays and it's intonated and i am thrilled by the awesome. pickups i'm thrilled by the series parallel switching push pull pots it's got a tone uh concentric tone pot i know what i'd talked about it before doing a concentric volume and then yeah, the yeah. tones on the push pull but find a schematic for that and it's it's just not common now that you're playing it like this though do you find that like you're kind of like 
I don't really think I would want that. Or do you? I really need to get a knob for the concentric pot because it's a pain <laughs> to try to like grab the oh the, the shaft the, of the, the pot. grab the yeah. shaft of the yeah. of the bridge. I mean the 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 neck one's easy, but the or sorry the bridge one's easy, but the neck one is the is the is the sleeve shaft, so it's a little bit more of a pain. Oh, but yeah. I, that'll come. I'm just grabbing off Amazon or something. Yeah. I just didn't. I was like, I don't really need that to play it. So no, but really really thrilled with the series parallel wiring. It really does emulate, you know single coil style pickups pretty well and uh i i am i'm pretty impressed with myself i am uh i'm gonna give you some props buddy this is so like for those who maybe haven't followed on every single episode and don't know this is your first yeah top like, down yeah this is the like, first one like frame off restoration yep. essentially exactly um of a guitar so that's a, that's not like not everybody ever does that, and uh, some people do a lot of it. Some people do one, and they're done. Yeah. And for the, the first one is always like it's it's a bit of a daunting thing, and it, it takes like a lot it was, of learning. It felt like it was going to be hit and miss, whether or not it was even going to play, whether it was even yeah. going to work. I think it did great. And when man. I plugged it in, ah, ta-da! Like it actually works. I uh, I you did some some things that I obviously would not have done, and. Oh, do uh, tell. Well, I wouldn't have done the, the extra complex series parallel series stuff. parallel stuff. That's not usually my bag. But now having playing plot. it, it's neat. It sounds yep. you know it sounds good. And in the at the end of the day, that's what you want from a guitar. That's, I, I really like those pickups. Those Demarcios are quite nice. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I, I yeah, especially for the dollars I have invested into the whole thing. Yeah, I'm really sitting on a, a really really versatile player guitar for under. Four hundred dollars, yeah, that's Canadian awesome. too. In under four hundred yeah. Canadian, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I wow. did a lot of digging. I found uh, the one uh, bridge pickup is actually a uh, an, an older pickup that a guy had bought, installed in his guitar once, and then left you know uninstalled for a number of years. Um, hmm. But you know, and, and it's kind of a one one off weird pickup. It's not something that everybody has and trying to find the corresponding uh, neck pickup for it is, you know, you end up paying three times the amount. Yeah. But I like this pairing you got. It, it feels good. Nice. Yep. Yeah. And I've got them dialed in. So they're pretty, uh, they're balanced quite well. And, and, and on these like old seventies guitars with the, like the maple neck through look and the darker wings on them, you got to have the double cream pickups. Cause that's what every one of these things has. You know what? And it, if to look at this guitar, if I was to put it up for sale, you would think it's original, other than yeah. the concentric pot. It I mean, looks really, the pickups are all creams. It has the original. These are way nicer bridge. pickups than the original. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a, yeah, definitely. Um, but I have a feeling that it. Um, the problem I was having with the pickup mm -hmm. actually wasn't the pickup itself. It's the switch? It was that three-way switch. Mm. So uh, that is the one thing. So you probably have I, two working pickups, you think? or I think so, yeah. Uh, the one thing that I did reuse was the three-way switch, only because it's got a really odd barrel size where, like, the threaded collar is actually offset and slips into the body. So it's a weird switch barrel size. Like, the actual threads yeah. are different. So I got to try and find one you'll like find, it. You'll yep. find that, yeah. And it does function as it is. It's just a little bit janky. When yeah, maybe you need to try some like uh, electronics. Oh, I took, spray, I took the whole switch cleaner. apart. I oh. took the whole switch apart, resoldered all the terminals. Like it's just the. Well, sometimes they get carbon buildup or something. I sanded like them. Yep. Yeah. I really did. I restored the whole switch. Oh, okay. And yeah. it's just janky. Yeah, if it's just sucks, it sucks. It's yeah. forty or something years old, <laughs> yeah. and it's been through hell. So. Um, yeah. yeah sometimes you can't bring them back. You just get them move on and get something else. Yeah. But I I did take the extra effort and I did pry the tabs open and pull the switch body okay, so apart. Like, I did, man. I did my best. That's that's. I mean, it's not like you're working on a '59 Les Paul here. It's not like you have to be that precious. No. About the, no. And uh, and I've been for the 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 
what would you call that? A bastard love child of a strat and a, and a, what? That's, that's not a bad word. That's, um, <laughs> no, that's not bad. Um, but like I say, for the love child of a Stratton and SG, it's actually, uh, it's exactly what I wanted it to be. That sounds cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's my yeah. week. All right. Oh, and my uh, Tsukiyami arrived at work this morning. Where is it? At work. In Salmon Arm. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's 60k away. away. I gotta, oh. So my, my boss is bringing it. I shipped it home just or to work because I didn't want it left yeah, my no, porch because the porch pirates around here are pretty bad. So that uh, makes sense. Well, I'm sad that you don't have it here to, for me to steal. Um, <laughs> It'll be here about uh, seven o'clock. It's going to be seven thirty in the morning. No, no, tonight. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so it's on its way. Okay. Well. All that aside, let's uh, let's get into it with the uh, with the man of the hour here, mm-hmm. Mr. Sean from Lolly Gagger Effects. Yes, you sound like you're building stuff right now. I am building stuff, but I'm paying I am paying absolute attention to you two gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I can just hear like the sounds of a soldering iron going in and out of like the, the spring, spring thing. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done, actually. I'm almost done. Uh, yeah, keep, keep at it. You're the first pedal builder we've had on the show who's building pedals on the show. Yeah. So there's something. Yeah. To on that. Well, so some some people do gig. other things. <laughs> I mean, Steve, we were talking about was playing his guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did that once, and I think that it was kind of like uh, they stopped and they said, you know. Um, Let's let's stop with the guitar playing. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, we're we not like that. Just me. keep doing what you're doing. We probably should have said that yeah. to Steve because I kept getting distracted <laughs> by the like splatinkle of the like electric strings in the background. Yeah, un- unamplified, just clinking along. It was like it was fun. You just some people have nervous tics, and you just gotta let them do their thing. Yeah, Steve. I think it wasn't that Steve was nervous. I think it was just that we'd been talking about the guitar. So he was holding it in his hands, and then once you have a guitar in your hand, that's, that's it. Yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just that's going cool. to look at this thing here. No, it never happens. No, no, no. Once you once you got it in your paws, that's it. You're playing guitar. That's it. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, okay, let me. Uh, we we're not very scripted, and since you're kind of a, you know, doing us a favor coming in at the last second here, I am wildly unprepared. I have no questions written down. I don't usually anyway, but usually I think about it. Like, don't, don't kid yourself, Al. <laughs> I have like you have a... questions at least twice. <laughs> it's not like you have a <laughs> pad of paper with, in front of you ever. <laughs> but let's let's start where all good story, not all good stories, it doesn't matter. Let's let's start with the origin story. Give us the origins of Sean. Um, origins. Or at least uh, of Sean's lollygagger experience. How did that? My, my, well, it all started out with my mom and dad in the back of a car. And Whoa there, buddy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in the back of a 64 Buick Skylark stays in the um, No, I mean, uh, I've, I've always played. I was a late start. I think I started playing guitar when I was 18, I think I was. That's not that and, late. Oh, well, <laughs> Casper started at 30. A lot, of, yeah, a lot of people are, you know, like, oh, geez, 18. I started when I was eight. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> and my whole family, uh, you know, the it's generally, generally in my family, you either became a machinist or you were in electrical or electronics or something, it seemed like. Uh, grandpa's, uncle's, my dad. So I've always had the fondness for electronics, even though I didn't know what the heck I was doing with it most of the time And when I was in my late teens, early 20s. 
And, uh, and then lots of times you had stuff that people would say, Hey, I got this broken thing. I don't want it. And you like, bring it over. And then after you electrocute yourself twice, uh, you figure out what's wrong with it. And then <laughs> you have a new amp or, or a pedal or whatever. 21 and, and a half that, inch iMac. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that too. <laughs> that just, that happened to me this week. That's too funny. And, yeah. and people, people just like give up. Oh, it's broke. I'm just going to throw it away. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got a, I got a 68 basement. It was uh one with the drip edge. Uh kid was going to throw it away. And I, uh, I'll take it off your hands and then uh, figured out it was just one preamp tube. So wow. for the price of, uh, at the time, I think it was probably five bucks oh. for a preamp tube. Yeah. I had a, I had a nice uh, fender basement. So, you know, it's stuff like that. And, uh, you know, and I kind of bounced around, uh, you know, doing gigging a little bit, working regular jobs. And then my wife one day said, you were miserable. And I said, well, no, I'm married to you. Life's a charm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she says, no, you've been talking about this stupid school in in uh, Minnesota. I think we don't got anything tying us down. We don't have kids. I don't really like my job. So let's go move to Minnesota. And there's a uh, technical school in the town of Red Wing and where the boots are made. And... Uh, Part of the program is you could either do illusory program. They had a string instrument repair program that, you know, had other than guitars, it had violins, violas. They had a brass repair, and then they had a electronic music technology course. It was a two-year associates. The first year was basically just all basic electronics. I mean, it was like I, I, I didn't get to touch anything with music labeled on it to like the last week I was there. So it was basically it's like, well, oh, this electronic stuff kind of sucks, you know? <laughs> uh, just because I had to work, you know, as opposed to tink- tinkering around. And then the second year was all applied, which was really cool. So you, we had theory on uh, uh, analog, digital. It was also a repair shop. So, we, you know, in, in about a year, I got a lot of uh, info and a lot of the uh, experience under my belt. And then for probably 10 years on and off, I either did the repair gig for stores or and I worked for a couple amplifier companies at the time. Um, and then finally I said, I, I have to feed kids. I can't do this anymore. So I went into industrial electronics. If I've and... learned anything from Casper, it's that if you don't feed your kids, they'll eventually find their own food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They will eat you. Or, 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 or each other. <laughs> or each other. Where's your brother? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen him in days. <laughs> <laughs> so I went into industrial, which I still do to this day. Um, but then, uh, I don't know, about five years ago, kind of got a bug. And started messing around. And I've always done mods. I've always done, like, if I want something, I would build it. Um, but then I had the circuit in my head. And I said, uh, you know what? I'm just I'm going to build this thing. I built it. And I really liked it. And it was really weird and different. And uh, it's still to this day, I, I shake my head going, I, I don't know if I should sell this thing or not. But it's, 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 it's so cool and what it does and what it doesn't do and 
So anyway, so I said, I'm going to build pedals. What the hell? And then I did do this thing. And then I realized, uh, oh, you should have done this three or four years ago. Because now everybody and their brother is building <laughs> pedals now. Yeah. And I, you know, and I had the experience. It wasn't like I, you know, you know, went online and stole schematics and, you know, well, not that anybody steals, but so, uh, then I was talking to a buddy of mine and he said, you ever think about putting pedals in wooden boxes? And I went, no, who would do that? <laughs> he goes, no, you can really do it. I, I got a CNC machine and it would, I think it'd be strong and work really well. So I'm like, okay, cool. You, you send me one and he sent it to me and it took me a little while to kind of get around the concept because there's things you don't really think about it. But at the moment you say, yes, do this thing for me. I get this box and I, and I have this uh, circuit and it has almost 30 DB of gain and I'm putting it in a wooden box oh, that so doesn't have doesn't any have a Faraday cage. <laughs> nothing, nothing. And I just totally went, Oh yeah, I wasn't thinking that one out well. So, so eventually, you know, you, you, you kind of stumble, you get back up, you learn some things and, you know, now that's, we decided, you know, let's do this thing, but let's do it with the wood enclosures. Uh, it gets our name out there. It's eye candy. Mm -hmm. And then when they get it, they can say, oh, it's not just a looks thing. It's all this other thing too. Oh, it so. is definitely eye candy though. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Man, and that was so. That brings us back to when when I personally found you was the yep. Aussie Bushfire Gear Giveaway. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, I remember the, that. Yep. The cherry box. I, I was, was on. A, I think I'd been following a little earlier. Right. Yeah. So this was like my first, you know, uh, initiation into what you do, and I saw it. And I was like, man, that thing is sick looking. First of all, then I went online and started watching reviews, and I was blown away, like absolutely. What? Yeah. That's like, the first circuit. That's, that's the first it? circuit. That's it. That's the one where no I went. No way. Yeah. Well, dude, it's like it, it, it's it's a great it's a great pedal. I like it. A lot of people like it. But you know, just as much as I know, that somebody sometimes wants to hit a fuzz, and they want it to sound like Hendrix, or they want it to sound. It, they don't want it to fart. They don't want it to talk back at you. They don't want it to blow up. They want it to. I just want this homogenized fuzz sound, which is awesome. You know, I, I totally get that with people, but that's not the cherry. No, box. man, and that's that's <laughs> the part that blew me away is that that's not the fuzz pedal that it is. It's this. No, it, it's a whole other world. Like watching the, the review that I or the few reviews that I watched when this, it was almost like oscillating, like a delay would. It was like going to these crazy, like. I don't even know how to describe it technically. It was just like, it, I was like, holy crap. I don't even like fuzz that much. And I was enthralled by the sounds this thing was making. It's fun. So it's a fun It's pedal. a really, really cool take on fuzz and take yeah. on just just what you can do to an audio signal I think, from a I guitar. I think there's, there's classic fuzz, and that's more in functional yeah. realms to me. You know, you turn it on for a cool solo thing mm -hmm. or you... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You turn it on because you're a Jimmy Hendrix tribute act or whatever, like. But but it's more functional, and straightforward. Mm -hmm. And then there's modern types of fuzz, which are splurty and burbly and weird and and that kind of thing. And they're a lot of fun. 
Like just heap loads of fun, and you can use them in weird contexts, or you can use them traditionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and for me, that's that's where it seems like the cherry box lands is like, it goes weird and fun and and squealy and. <laughs> yeah. It's it's on well, my like, yeah. It's <laughs> it's on my list, man. I'm I'm, I'm working down this <laughs> list. Yeah, of it is. It, but it's, I'm honestly, I'm on not to pressure you because we got him on the show here. But I am honestly surprised you don't own one already. I know because for literally since the moment, because that was like five six months ago. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> since that lie. moment, it's been high on your like I want it list. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Uh huh. So oh, well, I appreciate that. I mean, it's it, 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 one thing is if you if you enjoy fuzz, you understand there's not one fuzz. I, most people that are into fuzz, I, they are collectors, and just like you don't wear the same shoes every day, and just because you you don't wear the same jacket every day, but you keep them because you will wear them or use them mm. in different situations and stuff. So it's like I have a lot of really cool, and I don't, I you know, and I hate to, say, I don't want to say normal because they're you're extraordinary because a lot of my friends have made these, but they're they're really, and I wouldn't get rid of any of them because they all have a flavor that you're never going to get in one box. You will, sure, yeah. I don't care what anyone says. You will never get all the fuzz flavors in one box. No, so it's no. like I always say the cherry box is an experimental fun, but you can use it normally, but it's it's for people that just like I I want to I'm doing this ambient fuzz uh you know thing where uh it basically I just put the guitar on the floor for 20 minutes and walk off and have a cigarette and then come back <laughs> and then pick it back up, you know. That's a, that's perfect for that, you know. But um uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just it's it's just different tastes, and I and and because and no one wants, no one ever wants to hear, oh yeah, I, that thing's just too weird, you know, because you're like, well, you want everyone to like your stuff, but you know, growing up a lot in the last five <laughs> years, you just realize, hey, that's fine, you know, it's like there's people that have problems when they see their stuff used yeah. on sale for <laughs> reverb, and it's like no, because pedal guys are like, I really like this. I don't really want to see what else is out there. Yeah. And you know, three months from now, they're going to call you back up and say, yeah, I want your thing again. (laughs) What did you do with the first one? I sold it. Why? I don't know. I'm an idiot. (laughs) I've never done that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. None of us. None of us. us. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, I never done that because I never sell anything. (laughs) My first electric guitar, I didn't sell for. Until Al was like, you should probably sell that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you look at the strings and it and it looks like it's uh, red, the strings from Rust, <laughs> you should sell that. Yeah. There, in my mind, and I mean, some people, I've got friends that are, uh, let's just say they're doing better than I am financially. <laughs> and they have the kind of income where it doesn't matter. If they want a thing, they'll just buy the thing. Mm-hmm. And they can afford to not have to resell anything to do that, and that's great. Sure. That's 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 all fine and dandy for them. Or and they have the space to store all the stuff. I, mm. You know, personally, I've never particularly been in that boat. There was a time where I had a ridiculous collection of stuff, um, but uh, I just it was all in like cases and stuff like that. It just I had to I had to slim down. 
for me to explore more gear, I gotta usually gotta sell something. Yeah, yeah, and, I'm the uh, same way. Yeah, and that's just part of the game. I think most people understand that. And and as you know, and just to talk about another point you made, nothing ever pleases everyone. That was a losing game before. You know, <laughs> anybody yeah, setting yeah. out to make that pedal is lost. They're they're well. Out. You know the saying: if you try to please everyone, you're not going to please anyone. Yeah. That was actually uh, writing writing music when I was first kind of starting out and going and making you know doing com- commercial release music. Uh, I had somebody that had kind of made it, I guess. Said, "Hey man, you're not going to please everybody," and and it was like, "Well, yeah, everybody says that," but he's like, "No, really, there are going to be people, people that hate it, and that's okay." Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I guess." Hey, like yeah, yeah. Weirdest thing in the world to me was having people say like. Man, I like you. You're a cool dude, but I, I really hate your music. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's just like, I, okay. Did you actually read that review? I'm sorry. You weren't supposed like, to say <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it, I mean, that was my first thought, though. It was just like, you could have just not said that. But <laughs> I mean, I'm but aware you know people what? are out there existing like that. But. Yeah. But, but you know what? You know, the worst thing is, and I try to tell people this, and I think once they finally get it and they understand, the worst thing is when they don't even know about you. When they don't, you're a meh. I'd rather someone say that sucks than someone say, yeah, the pedal, eh, it's meh. I don't, oh, you know, it's like yeah. I don't want, I don't want to be meh. I either want you to love it or you want to burn it, but I don't want to be <laughs> meh. I don't. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and just you know, and and it, you know, it's it's hard because sometimes you know people just build crap on whatever you do and that's just the human nature and you can't take it personally and you know you just move on and so you know then i make stuff like the canalia where i'm like i don't uh-huh. have to worry about anyone that's how you say it else that's a that's a segue can, can I, can I, can I you, you, you take the g you take the g and you put your tongue up the top of the roof of your mouth canalia canalia Yes. Yeah, stupid. Wait, not being wait, able to talk. I love it <laughs> that this is such a struggle for you. I don't know why. I don't know I why don't either. Like, it's a very easy word to say once you know how. Because I think I'm that annoying friend to certain people who are like, but there's I, a G I, in it. When I say words and and that are in different languages, or when I say names in other languages, I try really hard to get the accent right because that's really how you're supposed to say it. And and I think a common thing in North America is like. You don't have to say mozzarella. You can just say mozzarella, dude. And but I, I've always tried to say the word correctly, and I don't know why. But with this one, I just my brain farts out completely. And I, I'm just like, well, you th- no, that's not. you think you guys would be desensitized by guys just not knowing how to say about. Whoa. I mean, whoa, you was, whoa, whoa. You was, okay, hey. listen about that. First off, you, you rebel colon, coming from a rebel colony. Uh, yeah. Yes, we are. We still speak the Queen's English. Like, yeah. uh, I don't think they say a boat in, in England. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, it depends on where you are, I think, yeah. <laughs> what village. <laughs> but I, you, know, you know what's always funny to me is, is how, like, the, the stereotypes that we get from Americans about how Canadians pronounce things. It's like, I think those stereotypes all come from very specific Eastern very, Canadian. I, I don't even know that it's Eastern Canadian, it's, but there are very, very specific oh, regional yeah. dialects that from apparently like, we all talk from like, like that. Toronto. No, yeah. dude, dudes, yeah. up, 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 <laughs> I'm, you know, I got UP. I mean, Upper Peninsula, 
there is a there is a different type of tonality how they speak up there compared <laughs> to I mean cuz you got the youpers and we're the trolls so the trolls talk different than the youpers do what the so, heck is a what youper what are you talking about you've lost okay. me completely. are we in middle <laughs> earth like youpers <laughs> <laughs> are what we call the up uh, people live up in the Upper Peninsula. They're youpers. We're <laughs> trolls. Upper Peninsula? Upper yeah. in Michigan. Yep. And okay. we're trolls because we live under the bridge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good Lord. Yes. Yeah, so it. so it's, 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 it's just a, it's a fun thing. And, and I, I, just, I tease because I just think it's, I think it's one of those things that people, it's like I got to hang my hat on something. And I can't call Canadians nice anymore because I've done that so many times. So I'm going to make fun of the way you say. No, you, you go ahead. Man. Well, I just think it's funny because like in Western Canada, from from like Vancouver all the way to I'm going to say all the way to northern Ontario, which is like half a continent. Yeah. Yeah. The average Canadian does not have a distinguishable accent one from the other. In this no, it's huge very region, <laughs> like some of some, that, like there are specific regional dialects in like parts of Alberta, yeah. parts of Saskatchewan, but I it's mean, very, parts of Winnipeg, it's, but it's, it's not it's, very common. It's very localized and it's not, <laughs> it's not widespread. But then you get into like, well, you get into Quebec and Lower and, Toronto, and, and, like and, Lower Ontario yeah. there, and then uh, Quebec is Quebec because yeah, it's, yeah, it's got we, French we, Canadians. We don't so, talk I mean, about obviously that. there's that. <laughs> um, but you get across Quebec into Eastern Canada, and it's like there's very distinct. The divide accents. between actually divide between Ontario and you know the Maritime provinces <laughs> yeah. is almost it's like a whole other country. Yeah. So it's well, there's like a section those... that like people can't live, right? I mean, there's like you, you're, there's like a middle section that it's like the death zone or something. There's like only caribou are there, and if you go there, you'll uh, die because you'll because find it's either. Honestly, it's either too cold or you can't find food or Canadians like are that. both stubborn and kind of dumb and you'll find us everywhere. <laughs> no, no, no. No, my friend. We are dumb. Did you see who our president is? Yes, we are. I'm not going to yeah. call the entire, uh, uh, entire <laughs> no, nation no, we are. But I, mean, I will say there did seemed like guy. a certain amount of short-sightedness <laughs> yes, in the election. Lot. A lot. I think everybody, you know what, though, that happens up here, too. People get a little bit caught up in, I don't yeah. care who's running my team as long as your team loses. Yeah, and that's where it is now. It's not It's not anymore, you know, not to get all political, but it's just everybody has a hard stance on stuff now. Yeah. It's like, We're remember trying... back in the day when I was like, yeah, I don't agree with some of the things you're saying, but I do agree with yeah. some of the things. We're now losing, it's like it's, We're losing that yeah. ability to cross the aisle a little bit. Yep. And uh, coexist. And uh, that's a shame. And I hope people can, It'll change. can It'll get change. around on that. But we're not a political show, so we're going to steer away from that. <laughs> Move on. This Move is on. not 60 minutes. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's it's funny. There's there's There are Canadian accents. I mean, there's accents everywhere you go. You just don't realize it because you're in it, and it's not an yeah. accent to you. But, it yeah, the Eastern accents are the ones that most Americans stereotype. And so to, like, 
the millions of us living in Western Canada were just like, oh, come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one says a boot. Where you to there, bud? Maple syrup, eh? Like, we don't. That would be the equivalent of people saying, don't y'all talk like this? I, okay. yeah, so I'm not going like, to lie. Like, that that's that's that is. Texas. That being said, as a guy whose uh, ex-wife's <laughs> family lived in Denton, Texas, Okay, okay. Holy crap, was that you should need a passport to go from, <laughs> You should and need you a passport what? to go from and any state what? to Texas because it's just they like will not what just, the they heck? will not disagree with you. They <laughs> no, they know. think they're their own sovereign nation. They're, I mean nothing against people in Texas. But <laughs> no, but it was crazy. It was crazy to be in that accent and and be like, Holy crap, some of this is real. <laughs> because I thought it was always like <laughs> yeah hammed up a little oh, bit. Oh, that's Hollywood. Yeah, that's or, Hollywood, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. But the first time I, I talked to a guy and it was just like, well, howdy, y'all. You're from Canada. So nice to meet you. And it was just like, w what? <laughs> Are you real, Buckeye? Like, Buckeye <laughs> Bra? Yeah, like, yeah. Buckaroo Bonsai? Like, you talk? This is an everyday. And it was just like, holy crap. I wonder well, what I sound like to him. I got to sound like something to him. I, I had well, a, at least. I had an at least would live in Carolina for a while. South Carolina <laughs> or something, North Carolina. Totally, like, that draw, would, that southern, yeah. yeah. And then she would be like, they would tell her she's spoken an accent, and it was like, yeah, yeah well, I guess that's true. Because you know, the weird thing, the weirdest thing in the world, and this is totally off topic for yeah, a guitar no, show, no, but, <laughs> but going to like the Christian mega churches that my my mm -hmm. former in laws went to in Texas, mm -hmm. um, like these churches with like five to six thousand people that attended them, and mm -hmm. I had never seen anything like that in my life. But being in the in these churches and seeing dudes with like revolvers and Glocks on their hips, <laughs> just yeah. like walking into church on their Sunday best, and they've got open carry, open carry, and it's like, yeah. I didn't okay. know I needed a nine millimeter handgun to be here. <laughs> yeah. Where's mine? Do you... yeah, <laughs> I know sometimes you have yeah. those handout Bibles. Do I get a Smith and Wesson? Yes. Do you, um, they have Kevlar? Do, do, do the handout <laughs> Bibles have Kevlar? <laughs> that was a weird experience of seeing like old man in church in his tex in his Texas Sunday best and then like yeah, just big old revolver on his hip just like, huh. Okay. I guess if you need to fight off a panther on the way home, you better go prepared. Uh crazy. It, just a weird yeah. just a good culture shock thing. But uh let's get away oh, from yeah. that. Canalia. <laughs> Canalia. <laughs> so did you do did you do some a little bit of legwork? Did you find out what can Canalia mean? Uh, rogue. Uh, no, I did not. Casper yeah, apparently it, has been Googling while we've been talking. No. <laughs> he told yeah, us this, dude. <laughs> it means rogue or, or, or scoundrel or uh, anything that's, yeah. And that's, you know, it's, 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 it's a dirty little scoundrel. Uh, I mean, that's, that's what it is. Scruffy looking nerf herder? It's not scruffy, <laughs> but, uh, it, but it can sound scruffy. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So you've talked to us about the cherry box. Tell us about the the canalia. <laughs> well, hey, buddy, well, you get it. <laughs> yay, yay, Bobby, uh, you get a cookie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I will hold you to that, sir. One cookie in the mail. <laughs> Stat. <laughs> um, well, the one the one thing is, uh, and if you noticed, we we only really have two pedals, and the reason behind that is that we. While nothing in the world's original, the majority of what we do is originally thought out. Um, so the cherry box is like no other fuzz. 
and the Canalia is like no other OD that I've seen. And Beyonce is like no other star. She is she is a queen. That's why they call her Queen Bay. Casper's looking at me like, you freaking idiot. <laughs> Shut up and let the man talk. Sorry, anyway, okay. Man, no, I can't believe you read all that from my eyes. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I've made up a lot of nicknames for you. I've gotten that face pretty... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but the, the whole thing with the Canalia was... Um, I have no problem with uh, with op amp ODs. I, I, you know, the tube screamer is a perfectly fine OD. Uh, there's there's a ton of really great ODs out there that are op amp. But the thing about an op amp based overdrive, and when I'm saying oh, op amp, I mean it's a chip. Is the the thing about this in it? Parts, regardless, I never use transparent. I think that word should be stricken from the lexicon of guitars talking. I think it's horrible. It's like nothing is transparent. No, <laughs> but it, it but it imparts compression, and it's kind of making the distortion or the OD itself in part with your amplifier. What I wanted to make was, hey, I got this. I got this JCM eight hundred. I wanted to break up, but I also want to keep my hearing. So I came up with the concept for the Canalia in the sense that what it's doing, it's not a boost per se, and it's not totally an OD. It's in that gray area, so it imparts a little bit kick in the butt for the front end of your amplifier but it also kind of has its own clipping. So it's a very true to the nature of the amplifier that you're using. So if you have a one-channel amplifier, you put a Canalia in front of it, you now have a three-channel amplifier because between using the regular channel and using the uh, gain channel on it, it's allowing you a whole ton of flexibility with keeping and imparting not just the sound but the feel of your amplifier and it's keeping that all there so it's it's basically it's it like i said uh, with fuzzes ods are the same way you can have four or five ods they're all generally going to be a little bit different from each other and we do i <laughs> yeah and i just wanted to make something that was additive as opposed to taking over what you got going on? Because, I mean, when you bought your amp, you're like, I love this amp. You didn't go, I bought this amp, and now I'm going to just smash it in the front with this thing. My my thing was, you know, like, I love Blackface Deluxe Reverbs. They're mm -hmm. awesome amplifiers. And when you get them oh, cooking, yeah. they sound great. But, again, even at 30 watts, you, you're going to go deaf. Putting the canal in front of a blackface deluxe reverb is my it's my Valhalla. I mean it's it's that's my sound. <laughs> nice. And and I love it and it does what I want it to do. It doesn't take over stuff. And it's just and it's it's relatively simple. I the stuff that I do, I try to do more with less as opposed to do more and have less. You know? Um you know, we try to keep our audio signal circuitry to a minimum and in our dirt boxes. 
because um, the thing is, you a lot of those things you don't really need. The only time you ever get into major multiple parts in a is when you get into the distortion. Because with distortion, you need shelving, you need you need pre post clipping, you need you know, and I get that, and that's why I don't make distortions because I don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> I just realized that Casper and I are sitting here just. Completely enthralled, nodding at everything you're saying, <laughs> but then my brain just is like, "Podcast moron, you got to <laughs> no, verbally acknowledge stuff." But yeah, no, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and we <laughs> just so you everybody knows, we're we, we are we're nodding along and really digging this. <laughs> not, not, I think they're nodding off. Not, not <laughs> no, off. no, no. We're sitting at, we're no, sitting here just I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like, but, but not so. My, my nodding was going back to the the videos on the cherry box. Was everything was coming through? The audio actually was coming through so pristinely, and then you the pedal effect was was in itself pristine. So like, there was no like, the, it, yeah, it's a dirt box, but it was it was clean and, and pristine and precise and it just came off really well and the same thing with everything I've seen on the Canalia is is the audio signal is coming through so beautifully. I was just sitting here thinking like I want one of these super badly <laughs> and I cannot. That's why I give the ape the yeah. banana. <laughs> I cannot well, like you I know, cannot imagine cheer- trying to pick a color. <laughs> um, with the cherry box the reason why that is Casper uh, is because um, it's it's not set up the circuitry like a fuzz. Essentially, what it is is I'm getting fuzzed by using brute force, which means I'm taking two boost circuits and I'm sticking them in series, and I have a lot of different things going on other than that. But so what it's doing is the pedal itself isn't really doing a lot of the fuzz, although it is when you put on the foobar switch. Uh-huh. But the but the fuzz you're getting from is your amp getting pummeled. That's how you're getting that. It's not getting that mushed out. It, that's why you can get that really compressed, really cool sound that it's- sounds somewhat clean and or in in articulate for the most part. And it's because it's not it's not set up like a fuzz. It's essentially my two favorite boosts in series with some different things going on there. And that's, that's kind of why you're hearing it that way. Oh, it definitely comes through. I, I, I have no idea why. I mean, at the, at the time I had no idea why it was so It's magic. It is magic. It's magic. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was like, and I'm sure Al actually was sitting in front of me when I watched the first video it was like, holy crap. Like, holy crap, dude. Have you seen these? You know, like I would, uh... How do I say this gently? Shut up. Just be nice to me. <laughs> Just, <I> mean, <laughs> you're like the you're look an idiot. in your eyes when watching you see the like see and hear the cherry box for the first time. Uh, I'm just going to go for it, buddy. Yeah. It's like seeing a teenage kid watch porn for the first time. Ouch. That's the level of, that's <laughs> like, like, this exists? There's, there's yeah. For yeah. good or for bad, there was a lot of excitement and-, and You can actually do that? Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 just, that, that was the level of like- what world change going was, on in really your face? Was, yeah, anyway, not, it's a horrible a analogy. Really interesting messages. Yeah, now. 
I hope you get hate mail. I, I really well, do. <laughs> I would deserve a little bit of it, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it's, like I said, it's, it, we love it. It's fun. And, yeah. and, and I got to tell you guys right up front, I am not responsible for why these things look the way they do. Um, I was at first. Then my wife slapped me and said, quit <laughs> doing these. And then she took over. And Colette is the reason why anything you see on Instagram looks the way it does. Well, bravo. <laughs> does she take the pictures? Yeah. Is, she, is she doing the, the finish? No, I, well, I, I, she does everything. The only thing I do is because, you know, I'm like, the, I'm a man. I must protect you. Uh, I do the la- I I, I do the lacquer spray because it's nasty and it's not it's not nice. But but uh, everything else she does. I mean, she does the company. She she came up with the concept of the cherry box, the slant face, the font, the way it's laid out. She did all that. Um, when I did the ca- the best when the world, I did man. when I did the canalia, I kind of went a foot though looks pretty good. I just do that. <laughs> you know, and had I had I known now what I didn't know that I know then, but uh yeah, this thing would have looked a lot different. But uh no and a lot of people and I feel bad because you know, she's she is like there. She is doing you know, everything from the books to making these things look beautiful to uh getting me off my butt to go get some stuff done. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anything that looks beautiful, we call it uh, Beauty and the Beast. She does the beauty, <laughs> I do the beast. Well, listen, man, she signed the contract, so mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. not. <laughs> <laughs> That's I tell my yeah. wife all the time, like, you're suckered in now. You signed yeah. the paperwork, there's a legal process to get away from this. <laughs> That's right. That's good, man. Which she but, loves uh, when I remind her of that. She yeah. cries. Yeah. It's a little way. She just gives you a smile. Like, I love you so much. You see her flipping through her yearbook at all the handsome guys she could have married instead. Yeah. <laughs> knowing how, how funny your wife is, she would be right on board just smashing on you right now. It'd be she, so oh, much yeah. fun. If she were here, she would be utterly... The problem with my wife... This is not a problem. I say this lovingly. (laughs) Problem with my wife is that she is both way smarter than me. Way smarter than you. Way wittier than me. I would say she's all of these things about me, too. She's way smarter than me. Yeah. And I'm way smarter than you. uh, (laughs) 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 I have, I'm never, the only, the only like debates or arguments I win are ones she lets me mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. and I don't realize it until days later when I'm like, she had a better point. <laughs> she just she let, let you win, so you'd she stop just talking. let me have the victory so I could shut up. Yep. Go Dude, away we have for a scene. Yeah. <laughs> we have a scene for that. It's called marrying up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I yeah yeah. yeah. I, I married up. I what? did not marry down. You know that Nintendo uh, Nintendo game uh, Punch Out, where you like yeah. play as like little Mike and you go and you punch. Yeah on yeah yeah. And then eventually, like, depending on the version you have, you either face, like, this super boxer or you face Mike Tyson, depending on which <laughs> era of the game you bought, like, <laughs> yeah. which licensed Nintendo had at the yeah. time. <laughs> and But when you're playing the games, like, this guy is literally, no, not lying, literally three times bigger than I am. I don't think I'm in his weight class and should be doing this fight. Yeah, yeah. That's me with my wife. That's <laughs> She's out of my weight class. She's punching. I'm punching way out of my league here. I'm mixing yeah. sports metaphors. But the point is, 
I'd done something yeah. right, and yeah. it was marrying That's this right. girl. Greatest yep. thing was yeah. not like a week ago, whenever that was. We all got to have dinner together, and it was really just a full session of like pick on Al because oh, he was like stuck in the corner, couldn't get off <laughs> away from the table. I got destroyed. It was a bunch of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm basically the the minstrel or the joker or the whenever we have get-togethers, dance monkey, dance, dance for us monkey. <laughs> I'm not so much that. I was a stand-up comic once, but anytime I get into that role again, most most of the time my wife's like, "Dude, just shut up, just, <laughs> dude." Well, that's that's the thing. My wife does that, but then my friends egg me on. No, no more, dance for me, monkey. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, see how much trouble like... he can get himself into. Yeah, and, and and depending on if I'm second beer in or eight beer in, could depend whether I'm going to get a very quiet talk on the way home, or or it'll be sleeping it'll in the car. It'll be cordial. It'll be cordial. Uh, that's that's good stuff. Okay, let's let's get away from the wives, mm, metaphorically speaking. Um, yes. What's on the horizon for you, man? What's uh, what's next? Well, you know, um, one of the things that, and let me just say this right now so people don't freak out, um, the next release we're going to have, I think it's going to be in a metal enclosure. <gasps> but, but, that doesn't, we're not getting away from that with the Canalia and the Cherry Box. The thing is, is that we have been talking and we, we want people to experience Lallygager and what we can do. And I think what we need to do next is put ourselves in a situation where lots of people can be part of the family. And by doing that in a, in a more price friendly and not that we, we are worth, you know, cost a lot compared to what we do, but we want to put ourselves in more price friendly spots. Uh, it still look cool. It's not gonna look like anybody else's. But uh, so it's going to be in a metal enclosure, but it's going to be uh, another freak of nature circuit that I came up with that, you know, I'll probably go to jail for because it's (laughs) weird, but it's, it's going to be an overdrive and fuzz in the same box, but it will be the same circuit. So it's not going to be a two in one box. So depending on how you mess with it, will determine whether it's an OD or whether it's a fuzz. And the fuzz on it is is more traditional in the sense that you can get those really cool, woolly, you know, really cool, bloomy kind of things. Or or you can turn that voltage seg all the way down, and it's going to sound like you after eating Taco Bell all day. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> nasty. But yeah. we wanted to make it all in one box. Yeah, we I, uh, safe. that is a little too real for me right now. I just spent <laughs> three <laughs> days last, of food poisoning. Yeah, I had food poisoning, and uh, oh no, oh god, was... I don't wish that on anyone. <laughs> I'm vividly imagining this time. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to we want to do something where like somebody who doesn't have uh, you know a lot of funds, but they you know they obviously want to experiment. We wanted to make something that is, fl- and and this is all tweak on the fly stuff. This will be switchable. So if you want to have a fuzz, you smash the switch. You got a fuzz. You want the OD. You get out of the fuzz. Oh, and now you're in the OT. Hmm. 
So it's it's going to be a situation where it's easy for you to use for different things. And for somebody who, like, I love a fuzz, I love an OD, I can't afford both, well, now you can. That's a cool, that's a cool pedal. That's a cool thing to, that's a cool thing for anybody to add to a collection, man. Yeah, man. Do you, yeah. Can, can I, I don't want to, like, force out too much stuff from you for the pedal that's unreleased no. or anything. Could, do you have a name picked out yet, or? Yeah, it's going to be called the DL. The DL? Yeah. As in. Like, uh, it, there's, there's some reasoning behind that like that D when and L my, or the, you ever heard of the down low the down low okay yeah but it's also meaning something else and when we get close to releasing we will let that story out oh nice um, cool yes and it's it's family related and uh it's it's a it's a tribute so uh awesome. but yeah, it's, it'll be cool, and we're excited. And it, it keeps getting pushed back. Uh, I mean, I can remember talking about this thing like eight months ago. Going, oh yeah, it'll be on. <laughs> and now we're not we're not doing any timelines anymore. But the circuit's done. I've had it. I've had the. And you know what? I I need to send this thing to you guys. I got a proto sitting here on my amp, and this is V two. I got V one. It's floating around somewhere out in the in the in the wilderness. Um, I'm going to send you guys V V two <laughs> and you guys can have your fun with it. And then I need some direct input. Well, that work with you guys. We would be outrageous. honored. That yes. is, that is super kind of you. Thank you. Casper is being very cool. Like a cucumber, <laughs> but I can see him and he is pooping <laughs> them pampers with excitement. <laughs> if you, if, if you go on IG, and if you see some of the videos, it's it's a it's a gray box, and it has three blue knobs and two switches. That's going to be the DL. So, oh, cool. Casper, go check it out. I because, see it. Uh, I see it. <laughs> Not now, Casper. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Still on you know the show, what? buddy. <laughs> but I need to get it out there because uh, there were some things that I heard from V1 uh, that I need to adjust some things. And I'm pretty happy with the circuit now, so not, it needs to go round two. So, well, uh, you know, I need to send it to you guys and and have you check it out and tell me what you think. That would be a huge oh, honor for us. I, huge. I would. I don't. I, now I'm like, oh gosh, I hope we have intelligent things to contribute <laughs> to, to say. feedback. No, <laughs> I don't that want sounds intelligent. Pretty good. I, um, I, want, yes. I want feelings. I, I want feelings. I like. I like. I, I like fuzzle. Fuzzleicious boxes. Uh, <laughs> From from my six string experimental musings, um, I love how you yes. default to Kermit the Frog, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> hey, not supposed to be Kermit, cool. but Kermit is so cool. Okay, it's so close. That enough. was my Kermit's voice cool. for like I used to do a comic bit, uh, stand up bit about like telling stories about because I used to I used to do a lot of motorcycle riding, and I would go on these group rides with. It was called the the non club club. Mm. <laughs> Basically, guys who wanted to go on, on group rides but didn't want to join a, a motorcycle club or something like that, and right. it, it really just became a. I had uh, anyway. It became kind of everybody silly. else had a Harley and you had a. Everybody had some big brutish American made thing. It was either Harley, or it was a victory uh, or something. Victory, like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Everything was Harley and victory. Yeah. No, nobody had a triumph. This was in Grand Parade. Nobody was that. I, I would have loved it if somebody had a triumph. Uh, Indian was just barely getting relaunched by Polaris at that point. So it was, 
It was, right. it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was just Harley, 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 victory, 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 Harley, Harley. It was, and then I would show up on my 1981 Honda CB650, just and just whisper, "Quiet bike," <laughs> <laughs> and pull up to all these like, blah, 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 guys on their Harleys, just huge yeah. engines. And I'm running 650, and I'm, and I'm a big guy, and I was the biggest guy there. And I'm on the littlest bike, so I'm just looking like a bear on a tricycle at a circus. Just, and I'd show up, just beep, 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 beep. Well, like, hello there. Are you also motorcycle enthusiasts? I, I love Would you guys like to go on a group ride together? Because safety in numbers, right, gentlemen? Just let me tighten up my helmet strap. That was. What's the, uh, uh, uh damn, uh, uh, Chevy Chase, like, uh, hi, I'm Ed Harley. <laughs> I was just, so that was the voice I used because I was just trying to describe like how dorky I was, just zipping along on my little 650, just meep, 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 just no, <laughs> with all these no, quiet, all. this quiet bike amongst this group of just thunder, just blah, 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 dudes with straight pipes. And, and so I didn't realize it was Kermit the Frog until other people were like, why do you do Kermit's voice? And I was like, I don't I don't know. That's how I sound in my head when I'm a nerd. It's just, oh, hello there. No. Yeah. Would you like to no, go for a motorcycle cool. ride? <laughs> anyway, that, yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, um, we, okay, that is a huge, getting back to the point here, <laughs> before I went Kermit. That's a huge, huge honor. Thank you very much. Sean. Oh, not yeah. at all, not at all. You get, you know what? I've been a fan. I've been listening. Uh, it, it anybody that I, if I'm on your show, it's because I'm listening to you. Um, I don't, I don't do these. I do these because I like the people that I listen to, and I have a lot of interaction with them. You know, behind the scenes and stuff. But I love the show. I love what you guys are doing. You know, your, you. rapport is aw- your rapport is awesome. Uh, I laugh a lot. Oh. <laughs> with, with, with you. Yes. With you. Well, I uh, laugh a lot you. at Al, but it's okay. You can laugh with me. <laughs> I only cry myself to sleep sometimes. <laughs> and I had to get on here because you got a lot of my friends on the show. So, I, you know, I can't have them show me up. <laughs> right on. Listen, let's be honest. Kev's more like a pet that just wandered into your yard one yeah. day you know he's like the red-headed stepbrother you never like, wanted to oh, love anyway i guess i have a cat now uh, <laughs> no i love him oh, i love yeah, him like no, a brother he's such a great guy he's such a good dude honestly i don't think we've talked to anybody yet where where we haven't just been like that guy's awesome the the most awkward interview where we were like is that a good good show or was that just (laughs) it was still a like what it was still a nice guy it was still like a warm positive thing Mm -hmm. uh this show has been nothing but like good times for us it's been a real it has been a rewarding experience for us very much so and you're very much included in that man you well i appreciate that and and i gotta tell you um uh you guys it's 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 kind of cool to see. Well, it's not kind of cool. It's very cool to see. Whenever you guys have a guest on, you guys promote the heck out of them on IG, and that is so freaking cool because well, you. you know I I know there's you know I got friends I mean that I know that you know they're cast and they do that too, but you guys go the extra mile, and you know for us small guys. That means a great deal. 
when you guys do that. Well, thank, thank you. That the goal of our show, uh, if if anybody ever reads our bio, <laughs> our goal is to bring the guitar community closer together, one episode at a time. That's our our mission statement. Oh, so mantra. Yeah. And yeah, uh, so whenever we have a guest on, if at all possible, and it's a lot, of, it's honestly easier with builders than with like. Some of our guests have been folks like uh, we had Arjun Roy on, who's a, a producer yeah. and engineer and um, excellent dude. And um, fantastic at what he does. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. He works for Berkeley School of Music. Like, he's no slouch. Um, right. But that was actually harder for me to promote, even though he and I have been friends for, like, over 20 years. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a hard episode for me to promote because it's just like I can't share. It's I can't share his work as easily as I can share, like, cool build pictures and stuff and um it means a lot to hear hear you say this because uh, yeah we we every week when we release a new episode that week our social media as far as we're concerned is dedicated to that person yep well and i gotta tell you i'm i'm in a very private group of builders and uh we all talk okay so if you have something to be worried about, you should be worried. If you don't have anything to worry about, you're good. But uh, we we all talk about when people really go out of the way to help promote us. Because we, I mean, it's anywhere from people that are like in the basement to some third, high third tier guys that are on the, uh, on the board. And, uh, you know, we all have the same talks and, you know, and we, it just, it's really cool when people really appreciate what you do and want to tell the world. I mean, uh, it, it's, a, it's a big deal because, I mean, we, we don't have big budgets. We, you, you will not see me in any magazine <laughs> anytime soon because, uh, first of all, it's, it's a dead medium. And second of all, I'm not going to give you two thousand dollars to put my review in your magazine so um it, yeah so when you word of mouth and honest and true um accolades from people that really dig your stuff that 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 means more to me than anything else in the world and you guys have talked about us plenty of times no one's ever asked you to do it but you do and that means a great deal to me and colette well, thank you. Yep. Um, Every bit of praise I, I, we've ever given yeah. anybody, including yourselves, you deserve it, man. Like, yeah, wow. you, you guys are putting out some great stuff. Like, we're we're not operating on a budget either. We have we no understand budget. how hard it is to promote <laughs> your work because uh, we're in the same boat. We're yeah, you know, yeah. we're struggling to promote the show all the time, <laughs> and for us, it's just. It's a labor of love, you know. We love. We don't talk to people we don't love. If 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 I'm not interested in somebody, I certainly don't reach out to them to get them on the show. Well, you can't because you can't you can't you can't fake that. And if you can fake that, you're a sociopath. Uh, but you can't you can't fake that. It's like I wouldn't want. There's there's some people and very 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 few. But there's some people in this business I have no desire to talk to. I wouldn't <laughs> pretend. I have a desire to talk to them. Um, but I'm lucky because as far as amplifiers, guitars, and, and you know, uh, extra stuff, the pedal builders community 
it, we are so lucky because we have a very tight, uh, nurturing, helpful, everybody's, it's like high tide raises all ships. And we've learned a long time ago by looking at people like Robert Keeley and, you know, and, and giving, reaching down and pulling people up because it helps everyone. And that's one of the reasons why we, we have this, you know, club. Cause it's like when you need help with something, it's like, Hey, this circuit ain't working. And someone go, well, throw it up. Anyone else? I would say, screw you. I'm not throwing my schematic up, but these guys, yeah, I would do it because none of them is going to steal it. They want to help. And to me, I'm lucky. I, I, you know, I don't know how it is in the guitar world or the amp world, but man, I, I got a lot of cool people I can call friends and I'm very lucky. Yeah. You know, we've, maybe this is because we've tapped into a lot of your friends with uh, who mm -hmm. we've been talking to, but we have noticed like there's a massive sense of camaraderie and just desire to, I lift you up, you lift me up. That's everybody's kind of goal. Like no one's out to, well, that's, I shouldn't say no one. Cause I, I can think of a few hand, uh, examples, but very few people are out to, to jealously guard their, their stuff and to cut other people down and hold other people back in the hopes that they get ahead. That's that's not most people's goals, and that's that's something we want to celebrate. We want to, and we just want to be a part of that. I think that's that's a big part of what this show is for us, and why our our mission statement is what it is, is because we love. Well, Casper and I can't build pedals. Mm -mm. We can't build right. amps, but we can do a show, and we can talk about cool stuff, and maybe we can share it. And maybe we can have people notice it and go, oh, cool, I should check that out. Honestly, one of the biggest things for us, like, um, just to, to highlight another friend of ours, Caulfield Cables, mm -hmm. Asher at Caulfield Cables. Mm -hmm. After we did an episode of doing that cable shootout um, and we had Asher on, it is crazy how many people have come to us and been like, I never would have gotten turned on to them if we hadn't been for the show. Thank you so much. And then to have Asher be like, yeah, these people bought cables from me because just those connections mean everything to us. We get off on that all day mm -hmm. because yeah. that's 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 what we're trying to do. It's just like there's a cool thing that this guy's doing. He's working his tail off or this gal or this whoever person is working their, their little buns off to make something awesome that you can make art with. And it is also art in itself. You need to check yep. it out. That is our bread and butter. That is what we live for. So, I mean, well, you're... We surely appreciate it. We really do, gentlemen. Well, thank you. Okay. Yeah. I think we're all friends here. <laughs> okay. Hey, group hug. Group hug. Oh, God. oh, no, no. Six feet. Six, Six feet. Yeah, right. Six feet. <laughs> no, d Sean, it's... Uh, I can't thank you enough, man, for being on the show. We We love you. We love your work. Um, you're an awesome guy. Your stuff is amazing. Casper and I are huge fans. The only reason we don't own three of everything you do is because we pour. We pour. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, that's why a lot of us build. <laughs> yeah. like, I can't afford it. I'll yeah. make it. Yeah. Um, no, you're 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 a great man, and we just thank you for being on the show. Um, no thanks for, anytime, gentlemen. Anytime. 
thanks for thanks for coming on uh, with us and hanging out. Um, we're gonna have to end it there, listeners. We are over our time Way by a budget, but that's great. Um, but I mean, you know, good things in abundance, right? That's there's no losing there. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, and one one thing, real quick, and I'm and I'm not saying this to blow smoke up your butts or Canada. Right now, Canadians, the builders are doing the best stuff in the world right now, in my opinion. Wow, yeah. they are, they are, they are. I mean, you got uh, Guillaume from uh, all those guys, Ryan from Doctor Scientist, oh, good know, friend Steve. Of ours. Yeah, they they the most interesting, cool pedals right now coming that I know of for coming out of Canada right now. I kind of agree with you. I I don't know if I'd say all of it by any means. No, but, maybe not, but a good, at least a good amount. I mean, yeah, anything we, you want different or wild or cool or unique, I, I'd go to Canada. I fully, I, when I started the all Canadian pedalboard quest last year, um, I wasn't as aware of what we had in Canada as, as clearly as I am now. Um, and between the show and that all Canadian pedalboard quest, it was just like, Holy crap! We are doing some cool. Blew your mind, didn't you? Yeah, you yeah. could you could play all Canadian gear and have the Killer best rig. of the best stuff in the world. You know what? And it's, it's I feel like yeah. I'm kind of privileged in that sense that I was unaware of any of it. <laughs> period. As of probably a year ago, you know, maybe not quite a year, but like a year and a half. Yeah, I'm not playing pedals. I play acoustic fingerstyle guitar, not playing pedals much. You know, mm. or if at all, you know, I got I got a vocal effects processor. Yeah, right. You know, with they had like a Hall of Fame or something yeah. built into it, like nothing. <laughs> and now, right. And now, a year and a half later, like I've got a, there's a board sitting in front of Al, stacked with some of the most awesome pedals. Yeah. You know, right a, now you have a spoon. It's under a flame. You're, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> so, so funny point is there is another pedal coming from Dr. Scientist and I saw the yeah. post three minutes after it landed was already texting Ryan, Ryan Clark saying, okay, man, how much money you want? <laughs> like, Unreleased pedal. Yeah. He's already sent. Yeah. Well, and I was just busting his cajoles about when are you going to put on a new pedal. And then like, and this was like two days ago. And I'm like, Oh, I, Guess I should thing, shut like, up. So because Ryan, like, so we're all good friends and, and talk to Ryan pretty regularly every yep. week or so for at least. Um, and, and having been to his place a couple of times and like knowing what is on the horizon, a few pedals out for him mm. is just like, yeah. oh, crap, I got to spend a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the guy's like, I'm bored, so I'm going to build a video game. Oh, I know. <laughs> It's, it's like, what? It my mind. What? Well, yeah. we when we interviewed them, it was like arcade in the corner and full yeah. entertainment unit with spectrum analyzers <laughs> on everything. And it was like, man, where do you get the time for all this? But man, yeah, it's just. Ryan was, oh, that was, Dr. Scientist was a blast for us. It was so much fun. Because we were there all day. They, they're two hours away from where we yeah. live. It was like, there's nothing for us to go there and do it in person. Yep. Right, and we never, we'll never, like, almost never get that opportunity again. No, like, yeah. there's like three yeah. people like, I can think of that I want to interview that are within driving distance, and one of them is more or less impossible to get a hold of right now, uh, with a, yeah. a, a new job that he's taken, and, and it's just mm. not going to happen. <laughs> and like, there's everybody we talk to, like yourself. I would kill to be able to do this, like, just in your living room, yeah, sitting down, set up the mics, get some tea, hang out, yeah. That would be the best if we could do that every time, but we can't. But we can with Ryan and Dr. Scientist. Yes, so. we can. Or yeah. if everybody wants to yeah. donate a whole bunch of money, and then Alan and I can fly <laughs> all over the world and interview yeah. 
you and know, then go to our Patreon and give us. <laughs> oh, we need to say hey, Patreon. Shush, we don't want to so talk about bad. Patreon. Oh, it's so we're bad. so we yeah. even we even recorded a Patreon episode. Yeah, and we I haven't gotten around to it. Uh, some of that I haven't gotten around yeah. to it, man. We're just so busy. If somebody wants to descend out of the heavens and show us how to be Patreon savvy, that would be fantastic. Hey, that's a great request. That's, yes, I'm, I'm putting D- it out DM there. us yeah. on Instagram. I will be uh, love. Yeah. He'd love to hear. And all I'll about say it. this again: we actually do want to do a limited amount of advertising on yeah, the show not a lot and the only reason we want to do it is just to help us keep the show going because it costs us money yeah so yeah. if if you're a pedal builder guitar builder pedal board builder whatever um and you're looking for a, a cool way to add we make cool ads i we record new music for our ads mm-hmm. yep. it's 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 a fun time so Hey, a little bit some back bacon ain't cheap, man. That's you got to get that money coming in. That's right. Well, I mean, you know, just it, it is what it is. To be honest, the reason, okay, podcasting, yeah. everybody can do a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's not that you can make a can podcast, podcast on your phone. That's right. Yeah. To do a good podcast is going to cost you some money. There's yeah. a setup. To do interviews like we do is not easy. No. It, it, uh, time is money, too. Time yeah. is money. So, you know. That's the only reason we want to do Patreon or anything like that. We love doing the show. Doing it for free is a blast. And if it was able, we were able to keep doing it for free. That'd be fine by me. Um, but we're gonna have to eventually make money, some money doing it. But yeah. anyway, then I'm I'm highly digressing. Yeah. So Sean, we love you. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Listeners, we love you too. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah. any final thoughts, Mister Sean? Thank you, gentlemen. And uh, hey. You guys are great. Love the show. Ah, thank you. Likewise, man. So, yeah, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to The Culture Guitarist, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>